Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of um, the GMG, episode 9 of the GMG show. Uh, my name is Ed, as you probably already know. Um, just wanted to start off by saying sorry, um, I haven't um a podcast in like, I think it's like three months now it's approaching. Um, I was really busy towards the end of the, um, the, end of the year. And uh, then I went on a holiday and took a holiday, took a break. And also, I didn't really, I really wanted to do um, a podcast on cyberpunk. Um, but, you know, there was just so much going back and forth with that. And I wanted to also give it time uh, for me to, like, play it, get to a point where I felt I can talk about it fairly. So, um, yeah, I decided just not to and just to take a break and, you know, work is... Uh, insane at the moment so like i um, just been doing that but I'm back now for 2021 and um, yeah we'll um, continue the regular schedule should be getting these out every two weeks once every two weeks maybe every week uh, we'll see how it goes it all depends on you know the news that I feel like I want to cover but um, we definitely have uh, some topics at least for today I mean the first one um, we're going to be covering, I'll be covering will be Cyberpunk, my thoughts on that and um, then I'll talk a little bit about the whole GameStop thing which is a recent one um, to be honest I don't really know that much about stocks and stuff like that um, but you, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give a take more on the GameStop angle rather than the whole situation but we'll go through that and of course if any of you guys have um, knowledge on that um, I'll be you know more than happy to hear what you have to say regarding that and um, educate me on it because I've been reading a bit about it and I've been learning some interesting terms um, it, you know about the stock market and how they refer to certain things and it's sucking me in a little bit like I'm kind of like oh maybe but then I'm like no 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 I'm not gonna so uh, yeah so let's just start how we normally do with the first topic um, which is cyberpunk and let me let me just uh, let me just start off the bat and say that I'm not really going to go into like the fact that there's bugs and you know it's broken all of that because you know there's so many videos on that I actually wanted to speak about something that it's funny that I don't know if a lot of people overlooked or not but to be honest my disappointment with the game comes from um, and I think it's with a lot of people as well it's just the lack of features you know what I mean like it's such 50 50 game right yeah there's things that i love about it and there's things that i absolutely despise right but i never want to like focus on just the negative because you know this game they spent a lot of time you can see they wanted to achieve something with it but at the same time certain practices whatever all of that stuff on the outside that really shouldn't impact game development did right and you know they have to take accountability for that right there's a lot of people that are giving them excuses and stuff like that and i'm like that's not how you would improve you know they need to recognize their faults realize that that's not a practice that they should be exercising and um and then they should go on from that but you know you know but that's a whole different thing like i said that that will lead into the realm of just constant negativity and not really showing where they could improve and giving value to your opinion of something that you don't like I think is important yeah and it being valid right so for me like I hear a lot of people saying you know oh well you shouldn't get hyped because um, by being hyped by the game 
you know, like you're setting yourself up for failure. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with hype. And I think, you know, if companies want to buy into that, get people hyped, but just understand that you have to obviously now achieve that. And the idea of, oh, it would never reach that level of hype. It's like, that's not true. You know, there, there's games in there that are hyped and when they come out, they achieve. I mean, Rockstar is able to do it. And the reason why Rockstar are able to do that is because they don't spend years talking about the game. You know, like when it's ready and they feel like it's ready and they, they are the only people that will know when it's ready. They release a trailer or whatever announcement trailer, they show it and then it comes out. Not even enough time for you to marinate on what you saw and then you play it and then you're like, wow, okay, that's great. Yeah, so it definitely can be done. And I think that is the responsibility on the developers to say, okay, look, we've shown this and whether the thing that they've shown is a target or whatever it is, because that's the nature of game design. I mean, like creating a vertical slice of a game and then meeting that is difficult and um it's hard i mean a developer is not going to be able to educate your average man that's not going to know or distinguish by like between a trailer that they see and the final product and realize yeah that was our target but that doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're going to be experiencing a hundred percent in its entirety i think that's a hard message to try and communicate right but what i would say and i think if you look at all the games that are shown that have, have achieved when they've shown a demo people have been blown away and then when the game comes out it's equal measure they've managed to achieve certain features they didn't i mean they managed to not exclude certain features and i think that's very important i think as a developer you should look at okay we're demoing this but we need to kind of get the essence of what the game is about now the problem with cyberpunk is when they showed that like 40 minute um reveal gameplay trailer a lot of that stuff is in in the game but the key stuff isn't right yeah forget about graphics fidelity and all of that stuff right yeah because um that can always improve or decrease or whatever but cyberpunk didn't really suffer from that um for the most part what they did suffer from was their was the mission of just key features in the game. You know, I can go into it, the AI of the cops, how dynamic um, the crowds were, how everything seemed, even little things that disappointed me personally, like little things like buying stuff from a store is just a menu, right? You don't get that, you don't get like a cutscene of you drinking or whatever, or any animation like that. It, and it all felt, once again, it all leads back to it being rushed, right? If they had more time, I'm sure they would have achieved that stuff because there were glimpses of that in the game. Yeah, like for example, when you get your first upgrade, right? There's that whole sequence with you with the Ripper Dog, which is brilliant. You never get that again, right? Um, from where I've uh from where i've got up to let me just um actually uh state that i've only played up to i've played about 60 70 hours of the game um so far i stopped playing it because uh it just it just needs work it's just not finished like and i've played unfinished games right yeah i love like metal gear solid 5 for example is one of my favorite games of the last generation that wasn't finished but it's still at least what every everything that i got from it felt like it was Whereas Cyberpunk is not that case. Like you just see the lack of time that the developers had 
to reach what they wanted to do and that's the sad point because like I said things like the city itself looks amazing it's like anything other but then you explore it and you realize there's cracks in that and not in and like I said I'm gonna avoid talking about bugs and all of that stuff because that stuff you could you could fix for the most part and the stuff that raises my eyebrow in terms of like whether they're going to be able to fix it is stuff like the AI and the interactivity and you know how how a lot of the systems don't necessitate uh, the need for you to even explore them in terms of like combat and all of that stuff right and that stuff that takes time planning and realization which I hope CD Projekt Red um, had in mind from the beginning but it really was just down to the case where they didn't have the time rather than it being they just didn't really know what they were doing right because and that's why I always feel it's a very very uneven experience but um, you know we'll just have to wait and see and that's why like I just I stopped playing I got to like act two and everything felt kind of samey the missions for a team that is known for I never played the Witcher 3 but I know a lot of people um, always uh, celebrate the fact that their side missions don't feel like side missions and in this I would give them that, that the side missions were cool but once again in equal measure as cool as those side missions were it always boiled down to the same thing which was you go into this room hack this door or not hack the door and find another way in but it's still just more or less the same thing that you get at the end of the day there's no reward there's no real difference in your approach um and you either kill someone or subdue them but you know the results are all the same and that's not something that's not to do with the game being buggy that's just the design of it yeah and i think the design of cyberpunk is very much it's so really but it's very much a, like well current gen now right yeah so generation is very much a generation eight design when when really it should be a generation nine design in terms of even from cd project red's own admission they're like well this game you know we never really looked at the current gen consoles or the ps4 and xbox one consoles as being their main platform yet their design is just written all over it so so it's so baffling to me um which is why i, was, I just took the thing of like you know what I can do a video talking about this for like hours you know what went wrong but it's just there's just no point I'll just leave it as like hopefully we'll see it in a year's time or however long they need to complete what they need to it was massively disappointing but hey last year that was the name of the game right so um I just took the stance of like there's no point in getting like super angry it's disappointing because i i as someone who's making my own game i like to see what you know developers thinking out of the box but what is the next step of any solution in terms of like games design yeah like in terms of mission structure in terms of like upgrading your character like the different ways that developer developers think um of is always interesting to me and fascinating and sadly and I really believed that cyberpunk was going to be something like that once again I wasn't over the moon hyped for it I was like this looks good this could be really good but um, I didn't get to the point yeah and 
I've learned this over, and every gamer will learn this over years and years of playing games and looking forward to them, that eventually you'll just be like, okay, that was all right, that happened, you know, and you move on. Yeah, so that that's kind of the approach I'm taking with Cyberpunk. Disappointing, but hey, man, there's so many developers in this world that are going to nail it, right? And um, it may take some time, um, but that's how it is. I would say for the lessons that they need to learn outside of all of their shady stuff, which once again, you know, hit YouTube, hit Twitter, highly documented, right? So you won't have no issue with that. But um, I would just say that it, it's better for them just to put their heads down and get to it now. And I even think they should do that even for their next game. Um, and they'll be fine. They'll be all right. So yeah, that's everything I've really got to say about Cyberpunk. If, obviously, if anything changes or anything big happens, which the theme of this year so far is things can change very, very quickly, which leads into uh, the next topic, which is the whole GameStop thing and it's stock and shares and all of this stuff that I have no idea what it's about. Um, but, you know, I'm going to try and, you know, uh, also, if, if any of you guys know about stock and, you know, please educate me, you know, send me DMs, whatever, because it is a fascinating story and I'm still researching it and, and everything like that. Um, but I don't really know uh, everything in, in terms of how stock really works. You know what I mean? Um, which comes back to my general view about this situation and you know other issues in general surrounding this which is like it's all imaginary really like when i look at it i i'm, I'm like who governs this in terms of who it, it's almost it, it's like people deciding on a on on a price i mean stocks seems like that like just on the perceived air quotes value of something and somehow everyone like kind of agreed on that and then there was a system that was built on that which to me is when i think of, when i think about it which really i shouldn't just shows me how transparent and flimsy and imaginary all of this is right if something like this could happen because obviously stocks is always based on um something being predictable right yeah and this whole situation is anything but in terms of like especially with GameStop's situation. So that that's what really perplexes me. Um, and then I stopped because then I realized the, the the lack of meaning behind money and all of that stuff. So I, I, I kind of like pull myself out of that quickly, right? But I am fascinated in terms of um, a lot of the terms which I've learned um, about the market. And I probably will start reading into it a little bit more because um, it's information, you know what I mean? And it's it's... It's a system, um, whether it's a right system, a wrong system, a good system, a bad system, it's a system and it has been around for, uh, you know, for some time and um, it's worth just knowing about it for better or for worse. So, yeah, so, but my angle is going to be more from actually the impact on GameStop and what this means and why I think... Um, where GameStop should go from here and and like if I was like a top exec what it really means now they need to adapt um and they and but they've been told this 
uh, for quite some time. You know what I mean? Like, I think the beginning of the last generation um, with what Microsoft was trying to do with the Xbox One X, if I was like a head person at GameStop, that would have been the first clue into where things are leading to, even to where we are now with this. And what I mean by that is like the fact that Microsoft was so brazen and confident and even though people backlashed against it, but effectively you're getting that now anyway with Game Pass, is how they were just like, look man, you may not quote unquote own this game, right? But you can buy it directly from us. Yeah, you, like they are making steps to cut out the middleman. And I know that they've got, um, they're slowly buying, um, like they've got these, uh, this scheme where they own a bit of GameStop. I mean, they don't own, but basically if you, they bailed them out, they've given them money or something like that. Like if you buy something um, from Microsoft, uh, I mean, buy something, like on one of Microsoft's products in GameStop, like Microsoft get gets a cut or something like that. And they're in bed with each other basically, but they always are. I mean, this is nothing new. Like retail space companies purchase re retail space. Like if your game, for example, you're you're liaison with um, Sony and you'll have deals with them to get shelf space and stuff like that. It's exactly the same the way it works in supermarkets so it's no different there that that practice it's not shady it's not anything nefarious it is what it is um what is smart on their hand is they know they've got a new console launch and right now they don't have either sony microsoft and Nintendo. they don't have the capacity to deliver that hardware themselves they just can't do that right yeah but um that you know they need that middleman for now right but people like Amazon make it incredibly easy, right? Yeah, not everyone uses it. And people people like to go into a brick and mortar store, of course, but I've always advocated this, that that will, and it always should change with the price of something, which kind of leads back into what I was talking about value and stuff like that. It's like, how do you determine that? Well, I guess you can determine it to a certain point, right? Um, all the consumer cares about and all they will care about as all most people do is the lower the number the better in terms of you know i was paying this much at one point now i'm paying less for the same thing right um that's great yeah now you could argue like take something like game pass for example you definitely are paying less for the same thing and people say but it's not the same thing because i don't really own it but then you could look at most games that have come out, especially towards the end of this um, generation or at the end of the last generation, was that uh, did that disc, physical disc, really even mean anything? Wasn't it? it was literally just the key. I mean, Cyberpunk is a perfect example. If you bought that um, physical, right, the amount of updates that that game has had up until this date dwarfs the size of of the data that's on the disc anyway so it's just meaningless it was literally just the key right and of course if you wanted to get a better experience which undoubtedly you will be getting with cyberpunk as they update it and improve it you would need an internet connection thus you'd have the means to be able to circumvent and completely ignore a, a company like gamestop and that is something that they should have known like i said 
from uh, I'm, uh, I'm saying from the beginning of last gen but really even the generation before they were making strides to that right but they never adapted right they stuck to that thing because they were like no but people still need physical stuff and it's just like look once that price goes down they will not yeah and they don't have to and i don't, I don't think there's a problem with that i'm not saying that it needs to um go away and end and die it just needs to adapt and understand what's important and i think it still has um, value um, in a different way like I've always said that I think GameStop if it existed as a place as a hub for gaming more for special editions and they changed certain things with that and they focused on a different aspect of gaming but then but on a retail side maybe they can still exist but you know Amazon's a juggernaut online stores is a juggernaut and you know they were just the middleman to be honest right and things like stadia and all the cloud stuff and how that's improving year on year it, it's just gonna be hard right and i think they always fought that so when this came about and you know the pandemic kind of gave everyone a false sense of um of optimism in terms of the life of gamestop yeah, people thought, oh my God, their sales are up and they're booming. And it's just like, it took it took for everyone to, you know, it well, it took for the pandemic, which naturally increased, right? Yeah, the, um, the revenue that every retailer was going to make from games, just because game, the industry, the game industry is booming right now. That was, that was inevitable. But then also uh, the fact that we had new consoles launch. Um, yeah, fair enough. Uh, they launched um, they haven't been around for too long but that anticipation um, the fact that they're very scarce I mean that would jump in itself you know what I mean and people are at home they're playing like the industry is just love it the game industry is just benefited so hard from this pandemic right which is great I love it yeah and it's not um, it's, it's not they haven't done it in a sly way it's just they've existed how they always done they haven't had to change anything of their model just the way GameStop haven't, right? Yeah, but the thing is, they, you know, they they have to understand that the ability to adapt is important, and I think they have because I know they um they signed up with a company that was brought in to help them, or they got like a couple of executives I think um to come and help them from another company that's quite successful in terms of e-commerce right so they've they've been trying and then this has kicked off this whole uh reddit um reddit thing has uh kicked off and now there's like such an unrealistic value on the company um uh to you know to highlight the I guess you could say the corrupt which is still legal but the idea of short selling um, is a legit practice in the stock market so it's the view but some people got mad about that and they're just like look we're gonna gonna change that which they have now the beneficiaries of all of this yeah it's posed as gonna be like people like us you're every man I guarantee you right <laughs> yeah that those head funds a lot of them yeah a lot of the other people um, they'll be benefiting they'll be benefiting more right but like i said i don't really know too much into it. i'm still reading into a lot of it yeah but when something like this happens right there's always that one person in the corner that you don't hear much from that's just watching on their like 
multiple monitors with a grin right yeah like that villain that you see you don't really see them you see like the shot behind them and they may be like smoking or something like that and you see the smoke coming from the cigarette and you see like their shadowy figure from behind and then it might like then do a close-up of their mouth and then you see a slight grin I, I feel like there's a lot more people like that in terms of the situation than the people that are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go and buy some stock and make it rich and stuff like that. I, I don't know. I don't see that, especially just with GameStop's um, trajectory. Even before all of this, it's just it's 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 trying to put a plaster on a gunshot wound with them, and they know it. They know it, right? And maybe they knew about this. Who knows? I don't know. Let's not get into that conspiracy thing, but um, they know. So, but it is intriguing. Um, and it is, it's very much something that I'm going to be updating you guys again in the future. I want to get someone on um, that knows a little bit more that can educate me as well. Because I probably, during um, talking about this said stuff that's just, you know, completely incorrect. And people, and someone's been listening to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, I, I don't really... Um, but I would appreciate if you could like come and like educate me on it because I am kind of still fascinated on it. And you know, even when I look at like Google gives me the thing, I just see the percentage numbers and I just see the, the green ticks and you know that that's how our brains are wired to look at stuff like that. So but it might not be that might not be the case. So I welcome anyone to come on and uh, educate me about that. Um but yeah, that's all I've got really um, for you guys uh, today. Um, it's good to be back. I'm definitely going to be keeping up and making this as regular as possible. Um, and, um, you know, follow me on Twitter, um, Instagram. I mean, I haven't really, those platforms during all of this time has been pretty dead because there's just nothing. I'm the type of person I, I don't. I, I post when I need to, when I feel like I need to and stuff like that. Obviously, Instagram is something that I would be doing a lot more if I was going to events and um, conventions and stuff. But that doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon. Um, in terms of YouTube, um, definitely I'll be having content that I'll be putting up there. But it will mainly be maybe just highlight versions of, um, of this show, which I've said before in previous episodes. So that's all from the YouTube front. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you guys posted any other uh, developments um, that happens. My game's still coming along well. Um, man, I can't wait to share it with you guys. I will be, you know, increasing the amount of updates on that and stuff in the future. Um, but, you know, I like to keep it a secret for now because, you know, it's, not, it's something that I've been working on. It, in my head, it's been like since I could talk probably. But... Um, in terms of really getting down to it, you know, I've, I've been holding out on it for a little while because, um, you know, I'm doing everything myself and it takes a long while and maybe I'm a little bit of a perfectionist in that sense, but when it's ready, you know what I mean? Not falling into that CG Project Red um, business, you know, when it's ready, that's all we're going to get. But in terms of everything else, yeah, I'll be being as regular as possible. So. Thanks a lot um, for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Take care.